The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. All right, call me crazy. You. You're crazy. On the way home, or the way over here tonight, on the commute home, uh, this happened to me twice. I'm cruising along. You and flip I, someone off. I let, no, that every That's an everyday thing. Yesterday? It was a really terrible mistake. I've, by someone. Never flipped. Wow. Never. Maybe yeah. so one this time This is a giant. So this is the pre-story to my story. Okay. Uh, giant Dodge Ram pickup, four by four, extra cab, um, lifted with huge tires. Does the squeeze in. So I'm in the fast lane with just a reasonable amount of room in front of me, uh, which is like, I don't know, pretty tight. Like maybe one car length is exactly like a standard car. This Dodge Ram pickups, giant lifted four by four, like two car lengths worth, basically, basically, uh, comes up, uh, and squeezes right in front of me. Like literally could have scraped my hood if I didn't let off. Gnarly. So gnarly. Like I was like, I, I can be pretty calm on the road for the most part, but stuff like that just bugs me so bad. I was like immediately on my horn and middle finger solid for like, you know, 10 seconds or something like any amount of time. No, I don't even know if he could see my middle finger because he's right. lifted truck and he's like, right, I'm, I'm like right on the sunroof. But you were on your horn, sure. right? You I was on my horn. Yeah, he definitely, so he would definitely And I'm like ready to mean mug this guy. Full black tinted windows on the side. So I don't even know what. You know. I like it. Wow. And I, I was pretty, I was pretty livid. It's just like, I, I got over it quickly, but it's like. Dude, like, let's be safe out there, guys. Like, it it's is so dick, it's unnecessary. A, it's a dick move because it's basically putting him above you in every way. It's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I'm and, coming over. No, it's just and like, I'm, and, and what I'm are you going to do over. about it? It's kind of like a, what are you going to do about it right. move? Yeah. And, and, and I, if I didn't let off, like, there would have been an accident. Yeah. And then you probably would have got blamed for it because you're hitting him. Yeah. So that's why I sometimes wish that I had a total beater uh, C10 pickup with fucking cow bashers and stuff for people who do that kind of move without a license player. And you just smash it. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Sorry about that. Later. Yeah. Anyways, is that your call? You're crazy? No. Oh, go on. You just brought up the middle finger. Sorry. Yeah, it just, happened to come. Cause it's been a very long time since I've used the middle finger. Yeah, I just we, happened to use it yesterday. Okay. It doesn't happen all the time. Can't verify that. Come on. It you told us like every other day I, I, last I, I, time. I'll You're like, really I do it every it. other day. Dude. I'll really admit no. when it happens. It's I been think, a while. I, it's been a while. I think I'm a calmer person now. Let me see your finger. Let me see the... Uh, oh, oh, you do that one. Huh? That's oh, jack. you're a hackfee. Well, some, yeah, you I'm don't go to New York longy. Fuck no. That's weird, dude. <laughs> I'll do it to my computer screen a lot be, too, so I'm I'm well practiced. Like if to your it's computer not loading, screen? Oh yeah. Whoa. You flip your computer. Oh, I imagine walking by his office. He's like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" <laughs> oh, double? <laughs> yeah. Do you cross him? No, not usually. It's one. I I don't usually double. Yeah. Okay. But maybe I will now that. And you're a righty. Taught me about it. Even though you're a lefty. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Call well, you. That's I'm, a crazy. I'm semi ambidextrous. Like I play uh-huh. sports right-handed. I right left-handed. We call you semi ambi. Semi ambi. <laughs> So call you crazy. Partially ambi. Okay. 
Rules of the road. Tell me if this makes sense. Street smarts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there is the same scenario. Somebody's stuck behind a truck on the right lane. They've got their left blinker on. They did not choose to just dive in, and they're now stuck behind this car. Long line of cars that's just going to be continuing yep. to fly by on the left. They're stuck. Let's they, talk about. Let's talk about the difference in speed. Is it fast lanes much much faster? Uh, fair amount. Okay. A decent amount. Eight so, miles an hour. Absolutely. It's probably 40 miles in the slow lane and 60. Oh, yeah, okay. That's or weird. I don't know, man. 15, I mean, 55 and 40. Something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely extreme. And so, you know. Stuck behind a truck. The, that person is. A typical and, Highway 17 thing. It exactly. happens all the time. Yeah. This guy happens to have his blinker on. Some people don't. Yeah. Some people well, are just stuck and they give up. And right? a lot of times you're behind the guy and he fucking goes to get in front of the car in front of you. That would, and then he gets stuck behind that truck and that's when yeah. I squeeze up then and you're like, fuck you, right? dude. Of course. If you see them trying oh, to I love pass, it. I love it when they can't it. do it. And, and, and best if you can just slowly creep. Oh, yeah, so they don't. Yeah. So, it's, so the person it's behind like, it's you. like you're not even trying. Yeah. And the person behind you catches up to you so yeah, you're kind of like you have a little train yeah. going yeah. they can't get over so you yeah. penalize the dicks yep. like that right lane passers is what you're talking about yep. yeah. yes okay and, but this guy's stuck sque- squeezer in passers this and, guy's and so stuck. You, you penalize the dicks like that but yeah. then you it, i like to let these guys in you know you like he's waiting patiently he's got his blinker on he's not going to make any moves on people but he's got to act Let's fast keep, but he did a bad he job to act fast that's if the he thing he screwed up. can you trust that guy because he obviously couldn't get over earlier he's not exactly who you don't want to be yeah dude yeah no i mean you're but he'll it's probably a gift get, that you're giving. He'll probably get around and then go back over. Often they will. And can you imagine how thankful they would be oh, in that scenario? There's no flipping off going on there. Yeah. It's opposite. This, this is how I repay my, my, my Yeah. My, so what's your... What's so, your... Uh, when, so I do that. I do that twice on the way home. And it's just like, all I got to do is I ease off the throttle a little bit. Do you flash? I let a gap and I flash. Yeah. I flash kind of aggressively. Sure. Oh, and then they hey, act now or I'm closing over, it because right. I, I will close the gap very quickly yes. if they don't respond. Oh, you're do a gap pissed at, Do they get pissed if at If they you? don't respond, I'm going to keep, uh, my whole thing here is let's keep traffic moving as best we can. I'm yeah. doing my part. You go, you know, we'll keep it all moving. Mind the gap. Mind the no, gap. It's different than that. Um, so I do this. I do this on two occasions. They, I let them in. They respond quickly. They get in. <clears throat> I feel like I own that person now. You own them? As soon as we get yeah, by. Yeah, they're your bitch. I, they're my bitch. <laughs> I, you only are here. Anything that happens. No, you need to get over and let miles, me by. You let me do whatever yeah. I want in this scenario. And usually they will. Yeah, especially if they're well, they should. But and that's why I'm saying, call me crazy. Like I don't know, am but I crazy for no. thinking that? Do they know that? I no, they know. Of that. course they do. Like the, the only reason. No, they, they don't make... because this guy it drives a Prius and he couldn't get over oh, it. Oh, oh, hell, oh, oh, hell no! Okay, There's okay. no Priuses involved. Prius in I'm there. saying, but Come on. The, but this yeah. guy knowing, not being able to get over in the left lane at in a. At a a, a normal rookie. person, he's a rookie. or he's like he's means like, that he might be oblivious he's to where oblivious. he's, or right? you only get in that position if you're oblivious. Exactly. That's why I'm always scared of that yeah. person. It's like it's like no, letting the person go, and then they're like someone has their blinker on. You're like, oh, I'm gonna let them go. So you sit back, and they're still not getting over. But then you then you don't that, let then them. you don't let them. But then you that's, don't let them. But you the, still see the they're thing. looking. It's like if they're on it enough to get yeah. in, and they'll take that. Then that then I think it's also it. there's a case where you're behind the truck and you're on level ground by Lexington, and everything's fine. And then right as they go up the hill, you go, oh shit, this guy's way too slow. But I'm not gonna be the dick and cut everyone off in this fast lane. I'm gonna put my blinker on, and then you let him in, and he knows. Yeah. It's just, it's a courtesy thing. Yeah. And, and so I think for the the next the, the following 
period of time? Like, is it three, five minutes, yeah. maybe a couple miles? Oh, you can and talk now, shit about them. You can walk all over them. Well, no, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like if, if I want to get around you or if I flash you, like, you better listen. Oh, yeah. But, because the only reason you're in that position is because of a straight up gift from you, me. They'll even give you a, a wave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, they get, if you let them in and they're in Most front of don't. you. There might be a way. kind of gnarly. But you know what? You're not waving while know, you're doing this path. I thing, expect but. that person, and this is what I hope to they do, over. to get over right past the truck. Yeah. To move over to the right yeah. lane. That's the right and thing to do. Like, and th- that's what I expect them to do. If they don't do that, they're probably driving too slow, and you're annoyed by them after that. In in both of these cases, I think, they I let them in, and then we're all still in a line of Oh, it was cars. heavy so traffic, like, yeah. Yeah, it was like decent traffic, so uh, he couldn't go any faster than he was. He stayed there, but it, it, yeah, just, it's like, if I want to pass him on the right, he, he's not going to race me. He's going to let me go. No, no. Sure. And, and I, needs, I, I, I yeah. put him there. I can take him out. That's right. sort of thing. <laughs> I brought you into this world, but you're not going to take him out. I'm not going to take him out, but, but you can I pass mean, him I, on the right. Like I, I just have, you know, like he just needs to, you know, pay yeah, he respect. definitely owes you sexual favors. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So you guys meet up with the cats and then do your thing. I did it with two people tonight. Once. Oh, hell yeah. Did I tell you that? It was two of them. Double down. <laughs> always, yeah, serious, always dude. double down. Who is business? Um, this is a uh, Driving While Awesome podcast. I'm not even going to introduce myself. How about that? Oh, your name is Warren. My name is Lane. My name is Brian. There's no art in the house. Art free. Hopefully you'll be back next week, I believe. Yeah, should be. Um, I don't know how he's going to get here, but. We'll see. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Lanathan has Project Car Updates. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Oh, I do? Yeah. We didn't even talk about it. I just know. I can sense it. Hmm. Partly because he asked me to pick him up to go to the podcast today. <laughs> oh, shit. Leno doesn't have a car. No car. No, I just brought my car. I brought my car to the shop yesterday. To get a bunch of stuff done because I have that thumping in the rear and I replaced both right. CVs and all that. And I think it's the wheel bearing. And then. When did you uh, drop it off? Yesterday morning. Any uh, updates? No, check out this rookie move. Left. I brought my key home with me. I still have it. <laughs> and I can't bring it back because I don't have a car. <laughs> I love that move. You have to overnight mail it you right could, down the street. You could probably like Uber uh, eats that somehow. I could. Like you just hand the key to the driver. They'll, they'll do that. Uh, my really? brother. I think so. Yeah, they will. They, yeah. Um, we've done fuck, it. Someone did that. Yeah. Yeah, we've done it. That's genius. I mean, right. Just this, take it over there. Why does it matter? Bring me, charge yeah. me. Whatever. Yeah. And. Go do that. I my brother Blaze is gonna bring it over tomorrow morning before school. Oh, he still doesn't. Have it. No, I have the key on. Wow, not on my person, but it's that on my is house. A really cool move. You so, are just getting shit talked left and right right now. Oh yeah, as long good. as the car's in a good spot, it's not that big. Of a deal, it's in a fine spot. Yeah. It's outside and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's a cool move. Um, so I'm getting that. Then I have a power steering pump I'm gonna put on that I got with the Pel- from Pelican oh, right. Parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um with our was yours leaking or yeah was it it is leaking. Worn yeah. it's been leaking for a while. Uh and 
I just haven't done it. It's like I just put fluid in and it leaks on the ground. It's, you oh, know, it's all good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I'm having to do that. And then I made a gnarly. This is what Lane, this is what happens when I work on cars, basically Uh-oh. move um, where I like went to go put Loctite on my, um, t- oh, what's it called even? Like the top, the spring, the shock mount plate. Um, and I went to put Loctite and tighten those down. I over tightened one and broke the, um, and broke the, um, stud, stud what? which mounts from underneath what to uh, the top hat to the top top it's the mounting it's whatever it's the shock tower mount tower mount plate yeah with the four bolts that go through the body yeah just it's snap one of those underneath it's on snap the shock the yeah so what are you gonna do so they're gonna stud? put a new one in. a new shock no just a new top plate oh okay so that's replaceable yeah got it got it got it yeah it's just like a steel yeah. plate with four studs three shock, or four shock tower mount three four yeah with four studs, and then you have the little like thirteen mil bolt on the top. Yeah, and just um, the shit out of yeah, it. I was just fucking yeah. stupid. That's the worst feeling. It's oh, dude, it's so and you're like oh yeah, fuck, <laughs> throw it on the ground. Just like, anyways, I mean, dude, yeah. I've done that too much. Like I, I never <laughs> use like a torque wrench and just stupid. Like I think oh, I'm like oh, I need to tighten it. You know, like. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, the reality is they're just designed for a certain tightness. Yeah, it's no. like, yeah. Well, there's definitely certain uh, bolts like that that are horrible to do that to, right? Yeah. Or a spark plug or something. You oh, spark plugs gnarly, yeah. So that's, like, not so bad. You have but, to do uh, coil When you're doing, like, yeah, um, exhaust studs or head studs, of course. Oh, God. Yeah. It's awful. There was... There was that uh, Wheeler Dealers. Where and they, they get brittle because they're hot in yeah. those places. Yeah. I think it was the early Celica, and he's trying to take the Oh, he was breaking off. every one. Like, snap. Yep. Oh, snap. snap. Yeah. They don't show you the work it takes to fix No, them. it's, it's just like, like, okay, now we're putting the new one. red because of uh, the crying like, and everything. Uh, but, you know, like they, probably have a, they probably have like a team of mechanics that are like waiting to do it, you know? Yeah, I don't know if they do. I think Ant does it all, dude. Really? I think so. At this level? Because that was the problem that Ed China left for is that they weren't showing, they yeah. weren't investing in the actual like nitty gritty repair anymore. Yeah, you're right. They probably have some other guys working God on it. Dude. Because on his show, he had some other guys helping him on that. Did you watch his, I like, where he built that special re- no, the I should alpha? watch that. It's really cool. I should watch that. Um, that guy, he's pretty legit, dude. But he's, like yeah, he did that escort, deal. he made that bumper. That was so cool. Yeah. On like, the escort episode. Speaking of, uh, Wheeler Dealers has a new, um, it's like a spinoff called Dream Car. Have you seen that? No. Have you seen it, Brian? Uh-uh. It's on is Motor it, Trend. Is it them too? Them no, it's dudes? him and this guy Elvis, who's like an ex, they just say he's an ex-Formula One mechanic. Ah. And uh, the premise is <clears throat> Brian has, well, I'm saying Brian, Brian has his his 330, let's say, and his dream car is a um, Mark One Escort. So he's like, okay, I want to mark, I've always wanted to mark one escort and this and that. And they go, okay, well, what do you have to tr- trade up to that? And Brian goes, I have this 330i. And he goes, okay, that's cool. This is nice. And how much cash do you have? And Brian, like the first guy, the one I saw had like, he had like th- 400 pounds or something, like nothing. You oh, know, it's he's in, like, it's in England. Yeah. yeah. Sure. He's like, I have 400 pounds. He's like, oh, okay. And he, w- the, but this guy had a Mini Cooper. Like a supercharged mint, or no, not even an NA mini, and he had three hundred dollars, and he wanted a Series Two Land Rover, mm. and a Landy. 
so they basically, uh, he takes the car, Mike Brewer gets the car. He does a little, barely anything to it, sells the mini. By the way, cars are so cheap over there, like little cool, like he sold really? the mini for 900 and something dollars. It's a new Mini Cooper. Like a new Mini 06, Cooper. So five. Yeah. Okay. Nine hundred bucks though, like in mm-hmm. good condition. Yeah, nine hundred pounds. Yeah, nine hundred pounds, which is what yeah. fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that is. It's like not yeah. a lot of money, dude. That seems. I, I always thought it was the opposite. And the second one I watched, it was a Ford Focus ZX1, whatever the cool little um, Focus, you know, the ones yeah. you like, Brian. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was like it looked really good. It had like the, the good motor and everything. Yeah. Like fourteen hundred pounds. Blue, uh, like, like a killer, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, and that guy was tra- going up to a Mark II Escort, like Aces. Um, but basically, so he takes it, sells it. Then with the profit, with all the money, he goes and buys something else. In the first one, he bought a horse trailer, fixed up the <laughs> horse trailer. And they're sold. all just deciding or ant and... It's, it's not Ant, but it's this guy Elvis. But it's okay. basically Mike Brewer is making yeah. all the decisions. And he's like, yeah. okay, then I'm going to buy... I just um and then he went and bought a Honda Civic that didn't pass MO it wasn't MOT'd mm-hmm. and he bought this little Civic hatch for a hundred dollars that was like looked really clean, like a nice little EP three hatch or something. Well, yeah, so there is a lot of magic involved, right? It didn't totally. seem like I mean they did I don't know, they did talk to it and they're like, It's not MOT'd. Right. She's like, Yeah, I didn't get MOT'd and then she's like, I only paid a hundred dollars for it, so it's fine. Yeah. There's another show like this, but it's not car based. It's, it's trading up is yeah, what this is. Trading up. And I think he had a show called Trading Up. It was like a one time thing where he tra- it was something like to buy a Porsche and he started with With like something random too. It wasn't like a car. It was like a yeah, I think you know, so. bottle of whiskey or well, something. There's a story of the guy buying the boxster, remember the kid? Yeah. And he started with yeah. I don't know, like a baseball a card or, or yeah, paper clip yeah. or something stupid and he tra- yeah. traded that for a quarter and then right. whatever started his venture. Um but anyways, you get the premise and then they trade up and they finally buy this uh, Mark one or Mark or a series two Land Rover, then they deliver it to the guy. Like a like, rough one or something, or? dude. Like a cool one, like a cool. How much did they get? How, what was that price? Do you remember? Um, actually, just like I wondering have, how I have far it, they uh, went. That's why I have my computer here. But um, so that was like that one in particular. They went from a thousand dollars for the Mini Cooper to six or a thousand pound to six thousand pound for the series. To, uh, and then I watched another one. And that's all one show? One, one episode? show, yeah. One Dang. episode. The other it's one I watched, work. Ford ST170 is the focus. It was a oh. thousand pounds. And then they went up to, and, but that guy gave like tons, but here's a, it says 8,000 pounds, but that's not true because the guy gave him 8,000 pounds to work with. So I don't know, but and we've talked about this in DWA too. Like if we did the same thing, uh-huh. uh, you know, we start, we pool our money and like try to, didn't we talk about that as like, or I don't know, maybe this is like long ago conversations. Sounds kind of familiar, but I can't yeah. remember the specifics. Yeah. Yeah. But cool show. Huh. That has nothing to do with my project updates, but you're thinking about trading up. Um, no, someone said wheel, wheeler dealers or something. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about cracked uh, head bolts. Yeah, exactly. Um, on that so. show. But, uh, so your car's in the shop. Uh, my car's in the shop. So it, yeah, power steering pump, that broken bolt, which means they have to take the whole shock out, which is fun, or strut. Um, and then the thump, and you have to align it. And then I need alignment, and then I need tires. It doesn't like tires are done. Yeah, on the rear at least happens fast. 
Um, we have one month. Yeah. I've got yeah. tire things too. You have tire things. Well, What's I mean, up? So, so, uh, so it's in and then they're going to do the work and, uh-huh. and then I need, I'll do an oil change and stuff when I get it back. Yeah. Just, just have them do it. I know. I yeah. should. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. There's no point. It's going to be up in the air. I'll take them fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering about tires myself. Um, do you my, have mine aren't bad, but I'm running two degrees, uh, negative camber all the way around. Mm-hmm. And, it's been hard to tell how it's wearing because they were, you know, brand new tires and it's like hard to see the small differences. Now I'm starting to see that it's like, it's only using, it's only wearing on a, a part of the tire and the inside is, uh, you know, wearing more quickly. And so when did I get these tires? It was, um, it's been less than a year because I definitely, yeah, I, I purchased the car. Uh, like less than a year ago and I ran it for a little while without them. So, um, and, and I can't just rotate the fronts to the back cause I'm running negative two degrees back there too. What really matters what you're saying? Well, Although the front be wearing it in the same way, right? Yeah, yeah but you'll be front, wearing the rear front, more. That's right. Front scrubs different too. I mean, right. So the whole turning thing. It would definitely diving in. Probably be good to rotate them, but a little. And it's not. It's not that bad. Uh, well, no. I mean, it's it's definitely. You know, I'm I'm on the inside. I'm actually, if I'm honest, I I guess I am like getting kind of close to the wear bars. Yeah. There's still you know a fair amount of tread left, but uh, it gets into a whole tire strategy thing that I need to figure out. Like I, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, I have the camber plate so I can get the good adjustment that I want. If I put negative two degrees all the way around, it feels good. And I don't think I would change anything handling wise. Um, uh, it allows me to go do track days and it's going to work well and everything. Uh, camber plates have the benefit of being able to adjust it. So if I wanted to get better tire wear during normal commutes, I could, you know, go that's, to negative one. That's what you should do, right? Yeah. But isn't it really all of a sudden easy? It's like changes all of my, you basically oh, have to realign it, right? Oh. Like all my toe settings will be off. Oh, and, yeah. But oh, will they shit, be that? That's why you have adjustability. Yeah. So you will can, they yeah, be that? What am I going to do? Do an alignment every time I do it? I guess. Go to Stevie Jeezy. So this could, this could, you know, it's like, like, this thing. cause how often are you or doing track do I, Or what or about this? Rallies. As an alternative. Yeah. I, I think I can flip the tires. Oh, demount them and flip them. Yeah. You can, you Which can, is but that's, pretty expensive. I was going to say there's an expense. I mean, might as well, well. align I mean, the car. Do, double the life out of them, basically. Yeah. Oh, nearly double the life. Basically. Yeah. I mean, but how much is an alignment? Expensive, dude. Yeah. Like 120 oh. bucks. That's not good. Place. If you're talking about. Like switching no, it's, tires it's every time. So I know, but you've like, only been to one track day. Um, so, so you'd be doing it. So each, if I, it, you would have done it one time. Well, it's two, right? Because it's one to do uh, the track day, and then the other time to go back. How much is it really changing I it? Dude? I don't know. I don't know. I probably just rock it and then just invest in tires. How about this? How much of a but difference? That goes pretty quick. Yeah. How much but does that's it the life you've chosen? Does it make? Well, no. I mean, it's all adjustable, right? So I can make the decision. So no, I know. No, but he's the, saying that's the life you chose. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying the the price to do the dismount and remount right. and alignment and adjustability and all that stuff. You're basically like almost at a set of tires after you do that twice, right? So why yeah. not just ride it until just you need tires? It. You know, yeah. And that's that's what you and and that's I what I meant by that. Lane's about to chosen. ask is how. Big of a difference. Like yes. if I go to negative if one, you, if you just roll degree, negative one, they're still gonna roll. I'm run gonna on get the inside. A lo- it's still gonna wear on the inside. Yep. I'm gonna get a little, a little bit 
longer life. Yep. And then uh, you're going to, and, so and what's, and, the, and what's the effect what's the in, in driving? Right. Yeah. Is it that great? Right. Well, you know, or I is it know. not a big Cause deal? I know I looked into it with, when I was doing this top hat thing. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I should just get a, an adjustable camera plates yeah. from ground control makes them from my car. Yeah. And they're pretty reasonable, pretty cheap actually. Yeah. Like yeah, for 350 yeah, bucks 350 bucks or something. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I should just get adjustable camera plates. I'm not kind of looking into it. They're like, no, nah, 944 doesn't really need that much camber. Everyone's like, dude, if you're street driving, like you don't, yeah, you don't want more camber than you can get out of the stock car. The only reason is for well, adjustability. Are really good with adjustability right out of the factory. Yeah. So actually, yeah. Blaze brought his car into um, AE. Um, Blaze brought his 944 into AE to get an alignment. Yeah. And they were like super stoked. They were like, "Oh man, it has so much adjustability." Right. They're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh, this is great." Like they were like kind of impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that being true. But anyways, um, yeah. So. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I know like Ali rocks like crazy camber, right? And that's and he, but and then he has all these clearance issues and all that stuff. Oh yeah, He's he does it around. for clearance, right? I think so. Yeah. And you're talking like and, 2002, right? And it's a much yeah. lighter car, and yeah. How does that affect braking? Doesn't isn't it supposed to? Doesn't it hurt your braking? Oh, yeah, a little I bit? think it would because I mean you're reducing your, your contact, contact patch. patch yeah. yeah. Um, and you know I could I could run cheaper tires. I could run tires with a higher tread wear rating. But then aren't you kind of sacrifice? And then aren't you like, why do I have all this camber then? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when do, does yeah. that? Can you make it through the next rally? To, through the I rally? Think, with, yeah, I think yeah. I can. Yeah. 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 That's one of those but, weird. I mean, you know, I do want to, I'm, I'm trying to. So now b- before I do the tire replacement, it would be good to like, you know, if I want to experiment with the next set, you know, I got to think of that strategy now. You got to think too, like. The Michelins do last a long time right. compared to other tires. So right. like uh, so a Hankook or whatever, a cheaper tire is probably going to last wear through it real quick, like 50% less or something. Yeah. Right. So it's like, where does the trade off, where's the trade off there? And the ride's not going to be as smooth. It's not going to have yeah. probably as good wet weather, like a combination of every skill, which is what the Michelin does so great. It's like, it's like, yeah. you know, it can do every, it's a Swiss army knife. And yeah, yeah. So like what we just talked about, that's like eight different variables. Yeah. <laughs> like I could try doing, you know, basically street camber, like no camber at all and just see what the effect is on handling. I would, my guess, and I'm by no means an expert, uh, it would be like equipped to guess on this stuff. But, uh, my guess is if I went to regular, I, uh, you know, basically like no negative camber, um, or whatever factory is, I, I would feel, I, I feel like it wouldn't handle good at all. I feel like that's this is one of the tricks I have to use to get a big heavy car around oh, corners to kind right? of turn in and yeah, yeah to get the good turn in feel and everything. Like I just feel like it's one of those. It's a sacrifice to make it to make car. it feel like a smaller sports yeah. car. You're I'm sacrificing, sacrificing this wear, stuff. Basically. That kind of makes sense. That's what that's my that's, sw- a, that's what I'm going back to. This is the life you've chosen. Right you know, to have that yeah, yeah, yeah. compromise and and because yeah. you get but the ability, I, you will. It's it's. I I think that's an accurate statement, but it's all, like the life I chose was let's get a setup that has some adjustability so I can play with these things and figure out what's right. But right? in in the hopes of getting the best handling car. Well, I know what I want. I want to say yes to track days. That was my. That was my. That's a yeah, that's a t-shirt. Statement. That's your t-shirt you're wearing right now. Right. Uh, it would be kind of a nerdy t-shirt. Really. But, yeah. but like my entire thing was, I had these stupid cars that, and you know, I had the 
I had the Skylark that had nothing to do with the track days, which I liked doing, being able to do. Yeah. And I had the stupid Corvette that I did not want to take on a track Total day track anyways. Day car. And so it's like, you know, I just want to be able to say yes if these things come up. <coughs> so this is my daily driver dad mobile that I can say yes to track days to. So that's pretty flexible, right? Like, you know, and I, I like when I made the statements on the podcast a long time ago about like my plans for this. I was admitting that maybe I would do like three a year, like not a very big number. Right? And you're way less than that now since you've owned the car. Uh, one, I guess. Yeah. I well, mean, or but when did you, you have it? to start when I finished my car and had it all reliable? Oh, I guess so. Right. Yeah. And I did a track day before I even had it reliable. Yeah. And then now it's been. Over well, it the was winter. reliable, but it. Then had problems after that. Well, no, it's no weirdly, it was, it was I got right. through an entire track right, day, right. but it was b- before the car was reliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weirdly. It was right after he finished it, and then it wasn't reliable. For like because, a, yeah. a month and a half or yeah, more, exactly. two yeah. months. So I didn't really get it reliable until, like, effectively, like, three weeks after our last rally. So well, let me ask you this. start date. Do you have more track days planned well, in the, yeah, near, yeah, in the yeah. near future? Yeah, no. I oh. mean, yeah, I think that this then, is... I, I don't yeah. have one that I've... I haven't picked a date yet, but like the whole idea is like yeah. I, there was just no good clear one over the winter, uh, but uh, which doesn't really exist. Yeah, some more. So I'm just saying that that would make sense to not really. Oh, here's a question. Days. How many miles do you have on the car? Like with these tires? That's because I mean, you're talking yeah, about months and dude, stuff, but not, like, yeah, it's not that many. Well, let, <laughs> I, I want to, I, I need to figure this out. I think I bought it with 165,000 mm-hmm. or 164,000. And I have 171 and change. And so, but I don't know, like I, I, I know, you know, I, I could look at the records to see when so, I got tires. But how many, tires. yeah, you don't know though. I don't, I, I have to look at the, I didn't look at the records. I'm but curious. Not very much. That's very, very little. Yeah. So six, you have 8,000 miles on the tires or on the car. Car. But you drove it a good like 2,000 miles without those tires. Because you did the rally, the full rally, and the time, and a little bit more. Like it took me a while to get the second set of, yeah, second pair of, yeah, and you weren't wheels, you weren't commuting. So you had burning the golf. through like the inside edges and five thousand miles on a set of good Michelins. That is it's a lot, bad, 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 bad. Because they're supposed to be forty thousand miles. No, not even close, dude. For a regular use, for people like no, us, dude, no, not even PS like those. Those yeah, well, Lane, you know better than anyone, dude. Those aren't. You had a regular. Those are, what are they? You had a regular. I mean, line. it all depends on what car you have, really. But like, on like a nine eleven, you're probably looking at eight thousand miles oh, in the rear. Nine eleven. Um, on, yeah. but I'm, I'm just. What about like, your Jetta? On, because you were. Oh, so I never ran. I never ran Michelin's on my Jetta. What would you get out of like the on, GTI? You did. What right? are some numbers on my GTI? Have? I got like tw- close to twenty thousand miles on those tires. Totally stock alignment. Yep. All stock, everything stock. Hustling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good like barometer. Yeah, so a, maybe a like somebody setup. who's not rallying, just driving in like a normal twenty five person, twenty five, thirty. But dude, thirty's pretty high. I mean that's a soft compound. Yeah. That's yeah. a really soft tire. And, and you, I'm not and I'm not driving. My only everything I do is curvy roads, basically. Yeah. Seventeen or the back roads around it. Yeah. And rallies no you're hustling fact is that like always curvy that was actually part of the justification for running two degrees negative cambers because you're always on on the turn like yeah you're not on you're not not rolling down a straight highway ever because you even your work it's like right after the curvy section yeah yeah Yeah. it makes sense um 
Yeah, I feel like that's a little low, dude. I mean, because I was thinking like, oh, well, maybe you have, I thought maybe you had like 14,000. I'm like, oh, whatever, dude. It's like at that point, you probably have a couple grand, a couple thousand more before you actually are worn out and you'd be good. But yeah. you're if you're looking at like probably half or less than half, like quarter, uh, like 30 to, or f- yeah, 30 to 40% of the expected, like, I, I think I went down to, I would go to almost the cord. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something to, you yeah. have to consider, you know, you might want to consider other things, but, or you just commit to changing tires all the time, I guess. Yeah. Which isn't, I mean, I don't know. That's not it hard feels enough. like, I mean, a combination. And if I could figure out a, a, relatively a cost-effective way to flip the tires, uh, then that in combination with maybe backing off the camber a little bit, you know, negative one and a half degrees instead of two, and and do the tire flip. Yeah. Like, it literally could double my life because my outside edges right now on the fronts are, like, very fresh. Oh. (laughs) And... So if I, if then I switch it around and I get to, I'm barely using the, you know, what used to be the inside and is almost done is now on the outside and barely used. Yeah. And the biggest chunk available on the tire is exactly where I need to use it. Then that, that could be like, that could be worth it. The, the money. Weird thing. I think my GTI wore the inner as well on the front. It's it's weird. Outer. I know. Outer outer edge, yeah. yeah. It would wear the inner. Especially with a lot of turns, you know, always grinding that outside. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, so that's your that's your stuff to think about. But you can make it to the rally. You don't need to figure it out right away. You know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if I'm gonna rotate, if I'm gonna f- do the f- tire flip, I should do it before the. Well, rally. you got to think. What does the flip cost? Like, so like it's like a hundred bucks. Probably more than that. It's probably more than that. So, dude, is that hundred and alignment? Can and, you do alignment after that? No. Wouldn't need to. Okay. How much are you Well, t- I mean, if I'm talking about backing it off, then I would. But I think for the rally, I'm not going to. No, you won't want I to. Have, I, have not, I have not driven this car in this form on a rally, and I would like to. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Especially now that the tires are kind of worn. It's like just use the rest of them. Yeah. You know, flip them if you're going to. and then. But yeah, I mean, if I'm talking rally. like 120 bucks to flip. It's probably worth it. Then that's worth it. That's I worth mean. it. Talk to Stevie. At Stevie Jeezy yeah. in uh, Campbell. Tires, He's not in Campbell. Wherever he is. I don't know. He's like San Jose. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. San Jose. Yeah. Um, but my, my buddies at BTM do the, all, they have all that stuff oh, too. Okay. So, and that's where I take it. So, yeah. Um, I'd probably go there, there just go. for convenience sake. Yeah. It's closer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something. Um, gotta say, uh, there's a 1957 Chevy 150. I'm bringing a trailer right now. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's rad. And it's really? like, it just got my, you know, I, I, I'm secretly, I know we have an automotive podcast. We talk about a lot of things. I hold some stuff still private and that is <laughs> me internally lusting for and worrying about and obsessing over my 56 Chevy. And this is just like a, a Marie Kondo thing actually. That's like hitting all aspects where if we're not, if, you know, if I'm not going to use a Chevy, I want to sell it. If I am going to use it, I want to move it do something with it. I've been like going back and forth with my dad. Like he's hesitant to sell it for some reason. I have no idea why. Do you just buy one? 
<laughs> sell it and buy a running like that one. one you sent for 15 yeah. grand in san jose that copper brownish oh, one? Was that, in san jose? That, that one was cool yeah. and it had a corvette v8 and yeah anyways uh yeah. I'm, I'm not really making many real <laughs> statements i just have to uh spill the beans that i'm like obsessing over the stuff a little bit and it just so happened that in a time when i was kind of looking at this stuff critically and i'm poking around to you know ask followers and people we, we hang out with like you know costs of different things and all that um this one comes on bring a trailer uh, mm-hmm. a couple days ago and it's like it's a 57 150 uh, and a nice turquoise and ivory white um with uh and it's full traditional. so that's a two-door post or what is that it's a two-door post with a rear seat delete it was like the business coupe style um like rear seat delete like no uh uh, uh, visors, what? uh, rubber Crazy. floor mats, like ba- basic 57. Yeah. 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 Wow. One fifties were like straight up bare bones. What's back there? Carpet or, uh, it's just, no, it's a rubber just floor mat. Shit. Like people would use them as like kind of se- like pick up hopes almost. and dreams, dude. You just like throw. Yeah. It's up. like a delivery. Like, yeah. Sedan, sedan delivery is mm-hmm. what they actually call yeah. them, which is like four. Door to door salesman is what it was yeah. originally yeah, for. Pop the seat so you can carry all your carry shit. A ton of shit back. So the bring a trailer is like set up as a stock. It's tr- traditional. Yeah, traditional. There's no performance upgrades. The, guy, no the guy's upgrades. name who's selling it traditional hot rod. Okay. <laughs> and and this one has it does have performance upgrades. Okay. So it was originally a six cylinder car. It's a uh, 283 with twin four barrel carbs and like the high compression stuff with the Duntov cam and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. then it's the previous owner had put in a five speed manual transmission. Oh, that's um, cool. And it's on bias ply, skinny tires, steel wheels. It's exactly like my vision for but turquoise. Like NASCAR. It's it, turquoise. Like, yeah, it's turquoise. Yeah. 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 Um, which is fine. The, those cars look super cool in their factory colors. Yeah. Um, but it's the skinny bias fly look like all of it. It's just how like much there. do you think it'll go for? I don't, dude, it's a super, I don't know. I, I feel he's probably got a grand. reserve on there, thirty something. Yeah, forty. Yeah. Um. I those. It, this is not. It's not typically the right audience. Well, how uh, nice is the car? It's very nice. Huh. Yeah. It's like you know, nearly perfect. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, and you know, somebody would have spent a lot more on that car. Uh. Hopefully, it, hopefully it does well. But it's a. It, it is very cool looking. It's always. It's always tough when you see one that you're like, ah, it's exactly how I would build my. You know, you have the car. Right in your possession and that's kind of what you want to do with it. And then here comes one that's just like perfect. Yeah. And this yeah. one was like a period drag car. Like somebody you know, has history drag racing. Gotcha. So it's not like my, the vision I have in my head is a little bit more nerdy in particular. And it's like this whole manual that they talk about. Yours like is like moon, NASCAR shit. Moonshine runner. Kind of yeah. more or less all the reinforced a arms and all that shit. Yeah. Right? yeah, not, yeah. not necessarily like the big motor, just the stock motor. Yeah. Anyways, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. I mean, lots of cool comments and stuff. It's hard to imagine building yours in its current state to what you envision being a better deal than buying one way closer to that. Yeah. uh, Running, driving, you know, like that $15,000 one, then you take that and you give it to Clayton Hot Rods or Dave Lawrence, and then he goes and spent, you spend 20 with him. Right. And it's killer. Right. Versus yours, it's like you're going to be into that a lot more uh, work yeah. involved. So uh, that, then this, it comes this down- is like an argument that I was making, uh, you know, because I'm like, 
kind of pressuring my dad to sell it and you know i'm not like totally putting him on the spot because you know i'm i'm like you know well you're secretly hoping he doesn't want to sell it i don't know it's <laughs> yeah. hard to tell what i'm secretly you know i mean i guess it's like you but have i'm the- like but I'm, I'm just throwing here's what i'm doing is i'm throwing out the different options and i actually have a long list of oh i bet things. you do it's like you know the so let's say points. let's say it's worth five thousand just for an easy number sure uh which is probably uh, True. Uh, it's probably, I was, I was thinking like a sell it today price of like 6,500, you know, 3,500 bucks oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. If just to offload it and then you could just get rid of it. And then if you wanted to sit a little bit longer, maybe it's more. Um, you know, if you get it in front of the right people, but so say five, uh, then, um, you know, just getting it on the road, 15 grand. So then, uh, you know, relative for another car, um, I would say that's very conservative. That's, yeah, right. 15 grand. Yeah. Well, he's saying just to get it on the road. No, no, I'm saying that's like very, no paint or anything, no right. interior. That's just but like drivetrain, wheels, brakes, suspension and I fuel. Mean, I mean, the, you, there each one of those things that you mentioned, there's like you can get it just rolling. Right. Or you can actually do the rear end right and rebuild it all. Exactly. And there's a big difference there in price. Yeah, yeah. You could upgrade the, all those components and Well, yeah, or or even just rebuild yeah, and yeah. make them fresh. Right. Or you just bolt it all together. One of the points that my dad was making is, you know, right now it's not worth anything basically the way it sits. Like we should at least try to make it look presentable. And then I'm like, I don't know, you know, because then at that point, it's like, what are we doing? We're trying to break even. Right, right. Um, But anyways, it's like, what else could you do for 20 grand, basically? Um, And one of them is you just try to buy one that's already most of the way there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one looks cool. I'm looking at it now. Especially when you're not after the like pillarless and the. Yeah, you're looking at a cheaper model. You're going for like the lowest. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize the. um, 57 like the 150s had the um the side trim didn't need the swoop down that right. they, that the normal 57 does it does yeah. more like a 50, the 55 56 the coolest ones um, but it still has the big years. fins obviously of the 57 but it doesn't have the weird insert or anything yeah and it has the big bumpers with the nipples yep. titties yeah. big old titties but that looks cool though like that uh, he also has a video in there too so this is a big question of mine like at the end of the day, uh, say it all did go okay. Get something together. Nobody's asking questions about the money. You drive it on the road. Is it actually fun? Like that's, that's a whole the biggest, open question. It depends like, that's what the biggest you, question. I've, I've never driven one. I think that's the biggest but question. He has a video of him driving it here. And to me, it looks like a barrel of fun. Yeah. In a, in a weird way. I think it's all it's about. It's not sports car. No, it's sense of occasion. It's right. that. Every input is it's all about what you want, loose out of a, and, and uh, sloppy, but you can figure it out and have fun with it. And I think it, that's it, it. And there's videos on here from 1956 Chevy stock cars from Chevrolet. Yeah, that are promotional videos of like six cars doing dirt track racing stuff, and they're just bouncing along like next to each other. Right. It's like very cool videography where you're like, you know, they're obviously like have a car in front. And so they're like in the mix, you know, racing. So then, and it me, looks like so much fun. Let me ask you this. It's never going to be as fun as the Camaro or the GTO because it is a, a whole generation older of a car, right? Like you wouldn't build it to be like John Bullock's GTO where it's like My, sprint only, car motor. The crazy. only thing I'm interested in is full period correct. Okay. Full so traditional. Then, so then I ask you, what, slower. what are you doing with it? 
That's a good question. Because yeah. you can't keep up with those guys. No, I mean, the, and you the, can't keep. When up, I say that's a good question, I know you know the notes that I have. Uh, oh, I know, I know, because it'd be fun to rumble into Morning Motors and fucking look at this thing; it's killer and everything. But you're not putting your kid in it, right? Uh, and you're I, not taking on a rally, really. I mean, no, you absolutely could. You could. No, 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 you, you could for could. sure. But yeah. are you going to have as much fun, dude? It really depends on your definition of fun. I know. And I I don't know. I can picture something, but I can tend to look at things with rose-colored glasses. And, you know, I I I don't know in reality, you know, what it would be. And, and there's a fuzzy element here, too, where you kind of trick yourself into liking totally. certain things, right? Totally. Like the fact that I've had it for 20 years, maybe the satisfaction of actually driving it when it was sitting in the forest for so long would outweigh anything else. But, but then how long would that last? And can you – then it's – here's another thing. Like, just manage how deep you go. Yeah. Don't lose sight of what it's what you're going to lose when you try to get out of it. And I think it would be so frustrating to try to build your car into something with a very tight budget. I think it would just get, yeah. you would get to a point where you're like, ah, I want to I think do that. also you don't have the time or the space to like do it yourself where that's like the budget build and like that's where you could like make it work. You would have to bring it somewhere and that, that the bill would run up so crazy so fast. Yeah. That's definitely the easy way to look at it. Yeah. Right. But it's I can see a bit of a, there's it's a bit of all or nothing. In my buying opinion. something like this would be rad. I wonder what this will go for. I'm curious. I, I keep going back to that $15,000 example that Brown 56 was it? Or yeah. was it 57? Yeah. yeah up, but if you have 30, go th- I know through everything. I know. If you have right. 30 here's by a, this thing, dude, thing that I, and I, well, that's twice I, as much. Yeah. It but may, he's in the same, it may not be reasonable or I don't know. You're looking, Here, here's the thing. You, you buy that 15 grand one, which had like some rad patina and you would get to save money on paint because it you would be care. cooler yeah. to not paint it. Yep. But you buy one of those and you have to go through everything. And I can't remember if it's a manual. Which is the same as where I'm at. The big no. difference being the paint, which is a lot. No, kind of no, is no. where he's at, dude. No, you have no, to no, rebuild. No, no. That one was a, a running, <laughs> stopping, driving car but with all the glass and the interior. You and say the, running, driving, stopping. Yeah, but you would end up rebuilding all of it. Maybe. I Maybe, think so. but you could also defer the some of it. grand one. This one, but you could thirty-five. Well, we don't know. You but, wouldn't. You probably would not, yeah. given the pictures. But you can defer some of it where you're like, ah, I want to rebuild the carburetors down the road. You don't have to do it. Like yeah. your car, you're gonna have to do everything. Every little thing. Every little thing. Every nut and bolt. Um, Whereas this thing's all together and like, oh, it's got this rattle. Uh, I'll deal with that. You know, whatever. Or I don't know. That's probably a bad example. <laughs> the whole thing's gonna rattle, but. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I need to get rid of this rattle. <laughs> there's the, there's Sorry, the, I fucking corrected myself, you son of a bitch. There's the manual that, or, you know, this guide that I've talked about in the past, how to prepare your car for stock car competition that was in 1957. Oh. Have I not talked about it? Yeah, you have. Okay, it's super cool. Anyways, uh, 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 breezing through it, looking at some of the parts again, uh, I noticed a line in there that's like, you know, to really do a good job prepping one of these cars, you basically have to tear it down and rebuild it completely right, right. to start from zero. And this is without any safety consideration. 
also, right? In 57, that book would have never taken anything safety. Well, so then the, there was okay. absolutely a full safety section oh, where right, you right. bolt the doors closed and they, ha- <laughs> yeah, you do have a K, a roll cage, but it's only half of one. Right. Uh, right. but compared to today, it's like nothing. Yeah. You know, this, this, the racing seat is you remove the bolster on the passenger side and you add a little homemade bolster on the bench seat right next to you. And then the other bolster is the door. <laughs> it's like Dude, the steering wheel it's is so rad. So gnarly, yeah. yeah, the steering wheel, the safety steering wheel is wrapping that in tape. Yes. So it's thicker Much and more safer. padded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, dude, I, there's one, I'm looking at like a closed auction. So there's yeah. like a dope of 283 powered 57 150 that uh-huh. sold for 30, like it was 35. Yeah. And it's like same thing, rear seat delete, like super Super cool looking car. Done? Um, I don't see if it's a manual. Is it a black one? No, it's um, it's really cool. I don't see if it's a manual or not. But, anyways, um, super cool car. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it's that's totally a thirty-five. Done. Like for thirty-five all in, dude. You're yeah. like you would never get there. Yeah, I know. So hard. I don't think you'd ever get to that point. And then, then this begs the question: If you did want to go with something more. Uh, aligned with the uh, GTO and the Camaro and that runs on our rallies Falcon. I mean the Falcon or Mustang. So this was the first first ones that I sent. It's like you can buy an automatic Mustang that is surprisingly in perfect condition (laughs) for like 10, 11 grand. I know they're like completely done. And then everything. So then you want to factor in and this is where the $20,000 figure comes in. It's like, uh, you know, you throw 10 more at it because all of like the Meyer suspension just bolts right on and it's all perfect. And you got, you can get the vintage wheel and tire set up and you get the, the choose your motor, but pick a crate motor for, and then talk about support and fucking, yeah, it's got everything yeah. and it's got rally history. You yeah. look through these, I'm looking through these rally books. Totally. There's like 64 Ford Mustang or right. The, the sprints, the Ford, Falcon, uh, sprint. Falcon sprints, so rad. exactly the same thing. Dude. Um, yeah. and, uh, so yeah. And, and how, how rad would a, would a 64 notchback Mustang be completely done up, you know, to compete with the GTO and the totally. Camaro. And it's surprising we haven't had any of those on the rally. I know. We've yeah. Had, we've had, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had, we've had Fox bodies, but we've never had uh, one Fox body, one Fox body, but yeah, never. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's like you go in. And I don't know. It's all just like, I know it's all theory, right? Yeah. Because I'm throwing around this $20,000 number that makes things seem doable, but I, you know, I don't really have that to spend and I don't want to. Yeah. Right. And, but you know, in theory, if you're trying to maximize fun here, you take a loan out if you need to, and you p- make payments on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to split it with my dad. So it makes it more digestible, but I have to talk him into anything, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then, you know, you just get the chunk of money up front and then just spend it on stuff that's already done, and then you have fun immediately. Here's like a pretty... To, and then you're buying it almost done, so then you're in a better spot for getting out of it Fuck at yeah. the same spot that you got yeah. it. Totally. Here's a pretty nice, like, sold on Bring a Trailer. End of September, a 57 Chevy Bolero two-door hardtop um, with a three-speed manual and a 327. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty nice, like black over red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 19 grand, dude. I was, it's, it's you know, I was bid to 19 grand, right. but well, only let's call bid it to 25 grand. Or, but yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, that's has to be the way to go. Unless your sen- sentimentality is overwhelming. Yeah. There, you just can't make a case for it. And unless you were going to do it yourself. 
If you're sitting yeah. there on the weekends and you're wrenching away, yes. Yeah, and you're like building your yeah. ca- you're building exactly you're how you want to build. You're finding parts and you're you're working on this, working on that, and it takes you five years to do it, which isn't the which worst. That's thing the world. thing. We're that's kind totally of old thing. dudes now. <laughs> well, you could. This is yeah. an old dude project. But are you going to do that? I think is the right. question. Your side right? yard with a with a nice uh, tent. Nice. You tent. don't want to do it on the side yard, dude. Nice you tent. A, you need in the garage, heated garage. You need to be able to like that's carve true. out a certain amount of hours no every week. Right lane. Yeah. <laughs> you need to like not have those things where you go step back. Yeah. Where you, you know, where you fix, you work on stuff and then because it's outside or because it's an environment, it goes right back to where I it, mean, you really, yeah, it's like you tear it, you tear it completely apart. You, you take the rear end, the rear axle and you take it to somebody and they, you know, you, you, Farm out the little bits, maybe, and just have you you bring the rear axle back, and then you start working the on the front hubs yeah, and make yeah, sure yeah. you have all the parts. The frame, you get it all Frames, blasted. Yeah, so, you know, you do some of the you weld the gussets in for the extra shocks, and then you have it all blasted. And you know, maybe I bring it home and spray paint it, and then you start assembling the pieces one by one. Yeah, and then you know, eight years and then later, you forget you what you have did, and seventy five percent of do it all over again. Yeah, and, yeah, and then you can't sell it for you know eight. <laughs> Right. dollars right? right right uh tell just pay joe de padista like five grand to do it or something <laughs> everything i mean that's I a, that's that the works. ultimate goal is yeah you drop it off at one of our our buddies south bay uh hot rods is, is it south bay hot rods is that it south yeah and then you're like 189 thousand no, dollars and I, that's I, like the, without a paint job yeah no that's legit numbers I know. like Dave, it Dave starts speed. at 150 yeah Dave speed. Yeah. But you get like a, you know, fully built motor and custom everything exhaust and you know, sure. But new. there's, no, I know, I it's know, even, I know. even if you do the non- 150 for non- a $50,000 car. Yeah. I know that's yeah. the sen- sentimental thing or just the customization that you wanted. Exactly. This guy likes to win car shows. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. His local car shows. Yeah. He's winning morning motors. Not even. <laughs> My dad had a buddy who just, who spent, it. it's crazy. If you look at like the, the, characters and the people doing all of this stuff like my dad's buddy full tweak like he had his hobbies and he just got way into him uh he built a uh 59 chevy fleet side pickup and uh went freaking all in and he spent 150 plus and he did it all himself oh my god and that was just like having stuff done and it wasn't right so he had it redone and then he he built it and then like by the time he had it done it was, he was over it Ugh. kind of, or he had to get out of it. And that I don't is know what so it was, common. He sold dude. it and it was for less than $60,000. Yeah. And it happens. And so a it's like, lot. it was all about the build process. Yeah. A very, so, but there's a, there's something there psychologically where the, the slow agony, it's like, uh, you don't realize how bad it is because you're not right. putting $150,000 into it in the boiling water you're frog yeah. in the, in the pot and the, yeah. the temperature is going up slowly. You don't notice it. It right. doesn't hurt as much. And then when you sell it, you go, oh, I mean, 60 grand. <laughs> you know what I, I wonder mean? if that's how it is. Because the last bill you paid was only 1500 bucks. So you're like, oh, I only, wonder. I mean, that's kind of how it has to be. Otherwise, if you're yeah going down $150,000 check and then you fucking sell it. And yeah, for me, I'm completely uninterested in the custom stuff as far as like oh, I know. tweaking and making it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh I, I, which I don't know. I mean, on the other hand, it's like, you know, you tweak out on getting like the period correction, which is like 
its own sort of cancer. And that's, right? that's getting harder to do. I mean, yeah. that's expensive. In yeah. other words, uh, finding all the right, you know, engine components and yeah, speed equipment. Even getting like, dude, I think about it like you have some rust or whatever, like, and on a car like that, getting that repaired. Yeah. You have to go like, get that thing onto a trailer, bring it to some dude. Hopefully he gets, he's able to do it and he's, he's going to tell you it's done in a month. It's going to be done in six months. And then you're going to have to wheel it back to your house. And then you just, you know, like oh, there's big, everything's it's a, like, it's like such a, life, a time it's suck like a, and like, like a money suck. And to, me, to me, like with the parts that start getting crazy in my head, it's like picturing the moment when you're, so one, you basically rip all the wiring out. And so you're starting from zero, but luckily that's available. <laughs> sure. Wiring harnesses. Uh, and, but it's like the, the, I'm trying to picture the, the, the devastation, the, 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 the low, low points. And I picture just stupid mundane things like I want to put the, I need to mount the gauges in and the factory chrome screw I misplaced. And so I need to get another screw that's going to fit. And now, and now I'm like, Oh, like, uh, now I'm questioning, like, do I go to Ace Hardware and buy some whatever's available or yeah. do I get the correct screw? And it's like, actually, now that I'm going to spend three weeks trying to get this screw that, you know, maybe back 20 years ago, there was like a very, uh, there was a lot of this stuff available via catalog, but slowly it's dwindling. The stock on hand has been, the catalogs are big, but everything's out of stock. Or it's just there. Nobody's it's, doing this it's anymore. big, but it's like $6 a screw. And you're like, fuck, right. I don't want to do that. But now that you mentioned it, I'm getting a little scared of what this build might look like. If you were to do this on your own, because if I were in your position, I'd be like, ah, fuck it. Like, I'll just go with this screw instead. And the next right. thing you know, it's like, right. What do I, you know, Frankenstein car. Yeah. I think the only, the only saving grace with the idea in any way is that the build I would be interested in would be a full traditional stock car build, which by definition is like bare bones. Yeah. And right. there's You're, something easier about that oh, than totally. trying to make nice fit and finish or going custom modern weird. Absolutely. Like, right. 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 Obviously right. we're not, we're right. not going down that road, but shaving door handles. Yeah. 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 Right. Big old fucking Alpine and doing stereo. like the Ford nine inch rear end with like the ladder bar suspension and where each little thing you have to like make five different decisions. Yeah. This would be, uh, yeah. Like the quality Simple. level could be acceptably, could be low and still yeah. be acceptable. Oh, for sure. And, uh, it would be stock parts for the most part, rather than having to make a million different decisions about how all of the, the upgraded parts would then work together as a whole. And one of the biggest expenses in a build like that is going to be body and paint. If, and if you were to go with really nice, that gets crazy expensive. But right. if you're going for this kind of like, you know, moonshine stock car look, yeah, like it's like home, home, dude. just get some flat black paint and or whatever yeah some or you know like thomas and his buddy built you know sprayed the front of their car you can add color right but uh you just it just doesn't it looks you know it's just not it's you acceptable have, exactly right. you have that going for you right it's like that's part of that look is the yeah you know it wouldn't be anything car. like this no and you could easily spend just about the same money i mean for a very good paint job at hot rod shop here in in Watsonville, uh, it's 20 grand, $25,000 just for a paint job. That's, that's after like, that's not like patching holes and stuff. This one that's probably going to go for 30 to 35. It's basically like a paint job on a car, uh, and plus some parts extra thrown in. 
Like that could be a thirty thousand. That's paycheck. the way I look at like every car these days. Like that's why this, these eighties and nineties cars are appealing too, because you get to have fun in the hobby, but you're not dealing with all like the just basic restoration stuff that you know you're not repainting all these cars. You're yeah. repainting maybe a panel, maybe. Yeah, and you don't like usually rust isn't a factor, right? Or at it's least where we original are original and in good shape. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, dude. It's hard in the streets. I have one uh, one update, uh, not my car personally, but my wife's Lexus had a headlight out. I think I talked about this a little bit. Bulb didn't fix it. Ended up finding the headlight itself had moisture in it. So what I expected happened, moisture got in. It got to the ballast, which is at the bottom of the headlight assembly. Stupid design. And it took out the whole headlight. So uh, I bought a new headlight, a new ballast, already had the bulb. Finally got around to doing it this weekend. It takes requires taking the bumper off, uh, the wheel uh, fender liner, all this stuff Jeez. to access one of the bolts. Um, got all apart, put all the other pieces from the old light on it, including the self-leveling adjustment motor and all this other stuff. Fucking kind of a project. I mean, I was again. thinking it was going to take me like three hours. It probably took me like an hour and a half or something. Got all back together. It worked. It's great. Um, during this time, we had a fucking horrible windstorm in Santa oh, that Cruz was so gnarly. Was that day. I was working outside oh, and I'm like, the hood's it's about like to crash. Freak, freak storm. Jesus Christ. Kinda. Like 50 mile an hour winds. And then the next day it was beautiful. Right. Unbelievable. So, and I, we're not being, we're not, I know we're pussies here in California, but this was a real deal. Like trees were blowing over fucking, it was crazy. Apparently um, all of Santa Cruz was like shut down, like trees yeah. on the freeway and stuff. So and I finished the whole job. I'm like, and leaves are blowing into the garage. Cause I have the garage open <laughs> and like the car's nosed in. So I could be next to my tools and, um, fucking leaves everywhere. Shit's blowing around. My car's all dusty. My E30. I'm like, God damn it. So I, I get the broom out and I'm sweeping all the leaves out, like between wind gusts. And I'm like, oh, I'll sweep them all out and I'll go and fucking hit the garage door. Go to hit it. Power's out. <laughs> uh, and all the leaves blew back in. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, dang. What I forgot is it has a little you have a release. release. Yeah, yeah, totally forgot until the leaves already blew back in. Oh. And I was like, God damn it. So, uh, anyways, uh, the headlight works all good. And then Sarah's driving home from work. Uh, it's dark and she's like, yeah, this, there's a warning light on now. The fucking self leveling isn't working. On the headlight. Oh no. Oh, on the headlight. And so you just leave it unplugged or something? I don't know if I can leave it unplugged. I think I need to I need a Toyota or Lexus tool. No, did you leave it unplugged? No, it's all plugged no. in. But it required moving that motor over to the new headlight. Don't you have and to I calibrate think, it or something? I think I must have to calibrate it. And I, there's also some calibration you can do with the sensors that are in the suspension to tell it when to level, right? Oh, That's Jesus. what it's all for. Oh, wow. So there's a there's it's one a little different than a fifty seven show. God damn it, yeah. right? I am so fucking over fancy headlights. I think that is the biggest goddamn gimmick. I do like good light, but my E30 has great headlights. There's no fucking self-leveling. You, it's just you bright. look pissed, man. I'm pissed because back in my repair days, we would have, you know, Porsche Cayennes with the self-leveling, Xenon, blah, blah, blah. They were $3,000 headlights. You get this uh, dipped headlight, uh, dipped beam warning on an Audi, fucking two grand. It's insane. Price of most of the used cars I've ever bought in my life is one right. fucking headlight, and that does include labor and all the other bullshit that goes with man it. Man, trying to keep us down. Huh. So I bought this headlight. I spent eighty bucks on the headlight, about the same on the ballast, which is an OEM ballast, and the bulb was fifty. So 
there was quotes online for $3,000 for these headlights. Wow. With labor and everything. Cause it's like a, you know, three hour job. Yeah. It takes about four off. And so. so all things considered, I'm not too bummed, but now I'm back to fucking researching. Like, how do you get rid of this fucking thing? I'm looking at YouTube videos. All these models are different. Some people, you know, all these different. brutal, dude. It sucks. That's sucks. hard on the soul. I know. And the car has a, a recurring catalytic converter code, which we just passed tomorrow. We got through it and it comes on like every month and I reset it and it comes back. So it's got a weak cat. So essentially the car needs a catalytic converter. I mean, it's done. Throw it. Get a new car. <laughs> Throw it away. Dude. Headlight. You I already put a brake light in it. Yeah. Already, right? Was that? Weren't you thinking about getting we're, a new we've car? We've been talking about it all the time. Yeah. And right now the leader in the clubhouse, if you're keeping score at home, is another RX 330. Just newer? Just a lower mileage. Same model, but final one with 100,000 miles and a timing belt done. Instead of 215, which ours has, Dang. not a rattle or any issues. Then why replace yours? What's wrong with it? It's a catalytic converter, Lane. I know, but you can get a cat <laughs> for 250 bucks or something, right? No. Magnaflow, 300 bucks? I think it's what? part well, of the it's manifold. Just, it's going to be a whole... Yeah. There's going to be other things popping up. I mean, 215 is very But high. you're going to have a pop of 132. But if I could sell it for three or 4,000 bucks and then go back to 8,000 for a replacement, it's a, you know... Not a huge and Originally, investment. this was only to get Sarah to Scotts Valley. To yeah, now, the and then shuttle. she, she and ended now up she's commuting. driving four days a week over the hill. Right. And so that kind of like threw a hitch in your plans. Like you weren't expecting totally. to be a 215. No. And relying on it so much. Exactly. And it's our, it's our long distance car. Every trip we take, we take it. It's right. our only car with all wheel drive. And it's been a fantastic car, which is why we, we were talking about it. It's like, God, it's a pretty good value. Yeah. And, uh, it's tough too because we kind of trapped ourselves in a luxury car market because mm. we talked about the, you know, a Crosstrek Subaru or a Jetta. But really, you go from this Lexus, which is, you know, wood and leather and quiet, all that stuff. And you have to get pretty high up in the used car world to match that level of, you know, I don't know, you got to be in the $50,000, $60,000 uh, when new car level. Like, yeah. And my Mercedes is sort of similar. Like if I were to sell that for what it's worth and try to buy, I could barely buy like a Civic, you know, or something low mileage. Like what would I even be able to get for four grand, like five grand? Are you considering not selling that? Oh, someday I will. Yeah. But I'm saying to replace it. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought by the uh, a side note, yeah. I thought the Mercedes was kind of a flip car. No, no. Oh, my wagon. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. The other one is worth like. Yeah, yeah. But the wagon, I'm saying, I bought cheap, but. Right, um, right, right, right. I'm with you now. Yeah, and so like to, to meet that level, like, it's hard to explain, but essentially, like, I'm kind of in like a weird place where, if I were to get a nicer car than my Mercedes wagon, I would need to step up to like twenty grand or something, fifteen thousand dollars, something like that. This isn't like that big of a. For most people out there listening, they're like, yeah, it's, it's well, you just cost. have to spend a little more than it's worth. Is what you're saying? A lot more because it's only worth like five grand, grand on the yeah. open market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you're in the you're in this realm of like low budget, high luxury. Yeah, and sketchy now, cars. <laughs> yeah, the Lexus that, isn't sketchy, but getting Mercedes, out of that is hard. It is hard. Yeah, there's like a big gap. You like have I to think mine that gap. I'm like, so I, why I, is the Mercedes sketchy and the Lexus isn't? <laughs> How many? You just told Mercedes? me about like three thousand dollar headlights. I think they're equal sketchiness. <laughs> okay. How many yeah. miles on the Mercedes? One fifty, one forty-seven or something. Yeah, 
I mean, I think it's the 215 number. Every, anytime you get over two, I know. that's when you start. I know. You have to, if you're a reasonable person, start questioning that. Right? Yeah, and then you start thinking about, okay, it's going to need brake jobs soon and uh, needs a brake fluid flush. And uh, we're getting, we're going to get back to like a major service, spark plugs or whatever. And so do I want to invest in that 215 or 230 at that point or whatever it is? Or do you want to take that money and put it into the next thing? That's Those are the questions. Yeah. Right. And it, the good news is we don't have to jump yet, but... I'm I'm the kind of guy that wants to like be ahead of that. I guess I kind of feel like the question mark always is like if you buy one thirty, you could have all those things as well. Brake job, yeah. Um, well, you kind of run into all the same kind of maintenance stuff. It's just like on a, it's a revolving door, right? But it's when it comes around. But if you I go better, it'd be better to do it on the one thirty than do it on. the But you're spending a premium yeah. of six thousand dollars, let's say. For gaining a whole hundred thousand miles. I know, basically. but, but if you're having to put the same amount of money in, you're yeah. in the same place. I think like the it doesn't ideal matter. The deal situations are kind of like we bought this one was one owner, Los Gatos, dealer only service, just yeah. service, brand new tires, all that. Yeah. If you buy That's, in like that, it's almost like buying a new car where you're like, Oh, it's almost worth buying this car because it has new tires and I need tires yeah, and brakes right. or something it's, like you that. You can make those decisions. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck it. It's going to need. We just put tires on this one, but yeah. And it's interesting too, because the one that you bought that you're using now, they don't come around all the time. You can't just decide this is what I want and then go out and buy it. There is a little element of having to wait. And so you want to be ahead of it because you want to be ready to pounce when you find a good one. Right. Right. That is the, that's the key. So anyways, that's a a little bit into the world of daily boring daily driver stuff, but. No other updates. I got to do an oil change and a tire rotation on the van again. Going to do a little camping next month. And the BMW's looking good for the trip. Um, yeah. Anything else to discuss? Is it that time? Um, my dad just picked up, uh, just kind of on the same thread, he picked up a pickup uh, for a 2016 Ford F-150. And it was just the neighbor. He's been looking for a full-size truck for a really long time. Like six years. Probably more than that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think it was early podcasts. We had that question. <laughs> we had the four Hey, store. what should my dad buy? Let me like really early, dude. Right. Like, no, you're right. I didn't realize that it was actually already a topic, but that was years ago. Um, so uh, it was just a neighbor uh, was selling uh, like 90,000 miles but always garage. It feels like a brand new truck. They just did front end work. Um, V6, hmm. uh, two wheel drive, uh, extra cab. It it's not an EcoBoost. Okay. It's so just a straight V6. That's pre aluminum. Straight V6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pre aluminum, right? I don't know. Oh, oh truck. Uh, aluminum chassis? The aluminum or body, body and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. That Damn. was probably like 2017 or something. Or? I don't know. Sounds right. But uh, I I drove it. It's like it feels brand new. It's amazing. It's got ninety thousand miles. What does but, he need a truck for? What's he doing? Uh, just random property stuff. Oh, got it. There's like not... there's always stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, I mean he should have he should have bought a used full size pickup like decades ago. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> really? like it. Six years ago when um, we were talking about it. But uh, yeah, and yeah. Kinda, I don't know. It's but it's one of those things. that's opportunistic. It's like you know this guy I. He knew two owners back, you know, the, the original owner lived down the street. Then his neighbor, two doors down, bought it from the original owner a year ago, ended up putting more miles than he was expecting. So wanted something with better gas mileage. So then my dad bought it from him and yeah. <laughs> just changing hands and, you know, just That's knowing cool. that it's a lived a garage life is like yeah, the yeah. most important thing. That's a nice one. What do you pay for it? Uh, like 15 or something. Hmm. 
seems good. Yeah. Not up on my, it's two wheel drive. Two wheel drive. Yeah. That's cool. He says it makes it, it makes him feel like a sixth grader or something. It's just such a massive truck. Oh, oh, like it's, and I agree. I agree. It's like, and I, I, uh, did a trade with Colin. Uh, I was borrowing, he wanted to try the, uh, e-golf out uh-huh. and I was curious about what it felt like to drive his F-150, which is the crew cab four doors yeah. and a, 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 a cab on the back. And the thing was so, I mean, I talked about it on the podcast, but it was so massive and it's, yeah, it's the same thing. You jump in this truck and it's like just everything is giant. Right. And, I mean, it's just normal for today's trucks, but compared to the trucks, you know, from the, 90s 80s and 90s it's like yeah they just feel really massive there's a lot of space dude totally oh so it is the aluminum all models 2015 and newer it's been that long oh really have aluminum construction interesting it is interesting too that once you start driving that thing and you look around it's how many people that's just their regular car car. that's just our car we have a car what is it oh it's a full-size four-door yeah they go They go to the liquor store and that thing. They go to the bank, like all everything. Parking spots. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's where it gets really crazy. I know. How do you park that thing in a parking? And this, yeah, it's a, this is an FV6 two wheel drive F150. That's just the weakest one. And not a full four door. Not a full four door. Yeah. It does have clamshell doors. Yeah. Is it a long bed? You said? I don't know. know. Six foot bed or eight foot or seven, seven foot bed. And that is rare to have a truck be in. A garage? I think it's like a six foot bed. Yeah, right. Who has a garage big enough for one of those? Dude, no one. Huh. Nobody. Everyone. <laughs> Is that time? Yeah. Lane, do the honors, huh? Okay, let's go. Whoa, dit, 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 dit. All right, speaking of this windstorm. Yeah. Windstorm. There was a gust. Uh, recorded at the top of Kirkwood Ski Resort in the Sierra Mountains here, not just south of Lake Tahoe. Um, anyone care to guess? So in Santa Cruz, we had 50 this mile an hour. Storm. Yeah, yeah. We had 50 I was mile looking, an hour wind. I only saw like 23 or something in Santa Cruz. It was saying when I was looking. Gus? Yeah. No, it was definitely higher than 23. No, that's what I was looking at. Well, fuck, I don't it know if you've driven bad. a car at 23 miles an hour and put your hand out the window. This is harder than that. Well, I don't know. That's what it was telling me. They call it like mod, the names for wind are so funny. <laughs> Have you looked at that no. ch- chart? Moderate. It's pretty good. Severe. That'd be a good trivia, actually. Severe. It's like, oh, shit. Tri- dude. Me. And right. I like the, um, the, the, the radis on the one I found. It's like the, the result. It's like trouble walking. Oh, you know, right. and then it's like, it's like basically the last one's like death or, well, you know, there's, like, uh, there's a, uh, old school, like dot matrix computer graphic of damage from hurricane winds and it's like a brick house with trees and it shows you know like category one and like the trees are moving and all the way to category five where the fucking trees are gone the roof's gone yeah the windows are blown out like that's those are the difference but it's very old school like yeah uh, hold this up castle wolfenstein or whatever yeah exactly all right what was the gust top of kirkwood top of kirkwood during our windstorm during this windstorm this last one yep 90 Brian's in with a hot 90. 150. 150. 209 miles an hour. No Damn. way. It is a California record, they said. 209 top of Kirkwood. They had sustained gusts of 190. What? Chew on that for a moment, will you? 
Dang. Didn't see that coming, Mr. F- fucking 50 or 90 or whatever you 90. said. 90. Very low. Um, the record for a non-supersonic jet was set from New York to London. It was a British Airways 747. It was caught up in a jet stream. I think similar. this was a trivia. Already. Yeah, wasn't this already this a trivia? just reset oh, the record. Okay. Um, <clears throat> typically, I think they're like 450 miles an hour or something like that. What was the speed achieved? Good thing I have no memory of the I last know. one you uh, said. I could, I, could do, I could do like trivia from a month ago, and you guys would be like, <laughs> God, didn't we do this one? Uh... Tradition says I go first. Okay, go. Uh, 860. 860. I'm going, my God, 800. You guys are right in there. I think Lane's a little closer. 825. Wow. And it beat. That's crazy. Uh, four, so four hours, 56 minutes. This is British Airways 747. Passenger jet. Yes. It arrived at Heathrow 80 minutes ahead of schedule. Oh, what do you do? 80 minutes. <laughs> they had a circle for 80 minutes? I mean, no. There's a queue. Like, you got to get in line, right? Everyone was early that day because I'm sure there were other planes in the same jet stream that were just bombing. People just, the pilots partied. Yeah, uh, the Can previous you record rolling was... up 80 minutes early. <laughs> oh, dude, the, like, the pilot must have been so stoked. So stoked. Listen here, folks. I got some <laughs> fucking news for you. <laughs> All that time you've been cursing us for being late. <laughs> yeah, remember this one, people. 80 minutes. Um, yeah, he, as he's getting close to coming up to landing, he's like pumping the heavy metal music. He's like getting in the zone. Like, Dude, I got this. His shirt's off. His fucking ten miles oh. after he couldn't get the door closed and has to catch up. Exactly. Oh man, he's loving it. Um, all right, last question, Lane. What are you doing over there? I'm looking at what so the mile like 47 to 54 miles an hour winds is strong severe gale. They're climbing. Yeah. And you're thinking we got that light structural damage? Yes. Chimney pots. Dude, yes. the slates mine, removed. Oh, we had two trees down in my neighborhood. I lost power for 12 hours. We had a friend's. Full trees or just branches? Whole tree. Whole tree fell over. Because hmm. when I looked it up, it was only, there was only recorded like recording like 23, 22 yeah. or something like bad. that. And then our friends, our neighbors are having their roof redone and they had all this fucking plywood on their like <gasps> set up. <gasps> she was blowing off fucking <gasps> That's 19 to 24 is called a fresh breeze. Fresh breeze. <laughs> you think it was just a fresh breeze? That's what they, that's why I was tripping, dude. That dude. Was dude. Not yeah. fresh. Yeah, you're tripping. That was way more you're than definitely fresh. Definitely tripping. Or that was ultra fresh. Super fresh. Um, there is a an animal called a cave ulm. I'm going to show you this. It looks like a salamander. Okay. Lane's not looking. Salamander. Mm-hmm. And it is... Does it have legs? It has tell. little like tiny legs. Um, they are blind and uh, lazy as fuck. This, <laughs> this one was spotted chilling on a rock in Bosnia-Herzegovina. And uh, it's a salamander. Okay. Follow how much? So how much does it move in the span of a decade? <laughs> oh man, a this decade? is like Mars rovers. They live more than a hundred years. <laughs> what? This is Mars rover. Yeah, all over energy. again. And you can be vague. Ten thousand miles. No. <laughs> a million miles. Yeah. How much do they move? 
in a decade. Yeah, dude, how do they not get eaten or... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, they live in a cave. I mean, they're barely moving. Yeah. I don't know what they eat. I don't know how they survive, but... Uh, five feet. Five feet in, in a ten years. decade. Yeah, I'm going to say... I was going to say, let, let's say a foot. <laughs> in ten years? Yeah. Like you, know, you think this fucking salamander yeah, is... I think he's just chilling. Moves less than 30 feet... In the span of a decade, and this one hasn't moved for at least 2,500 days. It hasn't moved. <laughs> They've observed it in the same position. Dude, so I'm pretty close with that guy. I, I'm pretty, I'm on the number, dude, I think. You guys are really dude. good. I shouldn't have started by saying how lazy it is. Well, yeah. But, um, they mate every <laughs> 12 years. Olm, O-L-M. Well, how do they find a mate? It takes like... <laughs> every 12 years. Every, tw- every 30 feet, dude. Yeah. Or every thirty something feet. Yeah, you could somehow extrapolate. Oh, how imagine many how there are. Imagine that, that trip. You're like, oh, look at that chick over there. <laughs> She's like, in ten years, I'm gonna mate. <laughs> imagine how slow they're getting down too. I guess Just, they're going towards whoa. each other. Five years? Maybe they have it right though. You know, why do you need to move so fast? Slow it down. Thirty feet in ten years. All right. How do they eat? Slow, yeah. slow, yeah. slow car, slow. No DWA rallies for these guys. Slow salamander, slow right there. Jeez. I know. They look freaky, too. Little fucking albino. How'd you arrive at that little detail there? Science on Instagram. Oh. I like the, um, that's kind of like the sloth video on the document, on those, uh, nature or whatever they're called. Planet Earth. Planet Earth. You ever seen that one? The sloth one? And he's just like, it's so slow. It's like, he spots a mate across this (laughs) goalie. It's like, oh, fuck, that's going to take a long time, dude. He's like. I've seen a sloth in the wild yeah. uh, in the Amazon, and it smelled like shit. Oh, I heard of moldy, yeah. like mildewy, huh. moldy. Ugh. Gross. They're pretty gross little animals. That's cool. Everyone uh, loves them. Everyone thinks they're so cute, but they they're smell. mean. Yeah, especially after the and the DMV scene, and, and they have long fingernails. Utopia. Weird. Fucking claws. Yeah, that's just I mean. long ass claw. Um, yeah. A fun one on Instagram is uh, nature is metal. Oh. Did you follow that one? No. It's kind of gnarly. Uh, it's a lot of stuff where you actually have to click because it's Oh, it's not, so gruesome? Yeah. Jesus. It's graphic. So it's is that porn. metal music it's, playing? It's porn? Or? <laughs> it depends on your <laughs> definition. Awkward. That was an awkward laugh. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. No, it's like literally like, like uh, you know, you'll see a decapitated head of a lion in somebody else's mouth and it's like... Oh, somebody like else's like human's mouth. No, nature doing gnarly shit right, basically right. is a g- generic... Uh, I watch... I have a... Latest Kruger, so Kruger National Park in South Africa, I think, or like Freddy Kruger. Yeah, like Freddy Kruger, but um, uh, they have obviously safaris going on all the time, and it's very a lot of action, a lot of animals there. Um, there's a famous video of a a water buffalo calf getting taken down by lions, and then the oh that's crocodile there? that's Kruger. Oh, Jesus. so there's an Instagram account of like the coolest videos of the week or yeah. whatever. That was a crazy stuff. It's That's always like very a legendary video. Legendary. Yeah. And then the lady in the video goes, does this happen all the time? <laughs> <laughs> because then the fucking the crocodiles try to right. get it. And it's the like buffalo come back. Animals, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Amazing one. That's Battle of Kruger is that video. But, oh. um, yeah. Cr- latest Kruger is a good one. Huh. If you're into nature. Okay. All right. That's all Thanks. I got. Thanks all. Bye. Thanks all. And, uh,
patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot. And you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers. And we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome. And we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.